Yiddish People podcast. I'm Jackie Pruitt. And I'm Hannah Jones. This is a podcast where we have conversations that are sometimes hard, sometimes funny. You know how it goes. Sometimes awkward. Oh, that was kind of awkward what I just said. All the while, we're just trying to be good people. Although, let's be real, we're always just good-ish. Am I right, Hannah? Yep, emphasis on the ish. Join us as we laugh, cry, and snort our way through our life's most pervasive and relatable conversations, which this week is about conquering fears, namely theme parks part two. We are very pumped. It's going to be a great one, you guys. And, you know, along the way, we are just out here navigating adulthood to the best of our ability. There may be theme park trips to help cope with life like there was last week. So, On that note of theme parks, we're going to get started today with our goods and our issues. Uh, Very important for us to get into that before we talk about Conquering Fears Theme Parks Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Let's go. Jackie, do you have your good or your ish? Should we start with ish? Let's start with ish. Um, I'll go ahead and go for it first. I think my ish is coming down off of vacation because what a bummer. I think that coming back to reality this past week, so we got back from Disney and wedding festivities on Monday afternoon, and I worked remotely that day, and I think coming into the office yesterday kind of feels like this dream world of did I go, did I not go? I know I was very busy all day, but just getting your brain back into a routine. That's always the most challenging for me when I come back from vacation. It's like, well, I know how to do this. It's like picking the bike back up and pedaling. Like I've, oh, I have to remember how to like move my feet quickly or, you know, it's just how to adult. It's not fun. Dude, not fun at all. And so it's like been my ish this week for sure. And then also simultaneously trying to get back into my routine outside of work, like my chores, my house being clean, you know, just being in the right mindset, I think for adulting, like you said, Hannah, I'm not there yet. I'm almost there, but I'm not there. Yeah, I feel you on that. I would, we might have the same ish and same good this week. Mine Mm. is very similar. Getting back is always tough. I feel like every vacation I go on as an adult is basically the the whole premise is we get to do what we want to do with our time and not work, which is what we have to do with our time, which means we're trying to squeeze in all these things that we love and things that are so fun for us. But then you come back and you're gassed and you're expected to wake up the next morning and work and be like 100% ready to rock and roll. And everyone's like, oh, you must be so rested. You returned from vacation. Like, can we all just agree to be honest about the fact that nobody is excited or rested when they get back from vacation? Just full stop. That's just the case. Unless you're going on a family vacation and you love your family, but it's better to just have it over by the time everybody's pitched a fit and yelled and fought and it's good to be back in the office after that maybe maybe but any other kind of vacation and everyone is lying if they say they're rested and ready to go I mean seriously it has to no be. no cap on God no cap on God I did send Jackie a video this morning of a therapist translating her Gen Z's information she was sharing about her life on Google and it was very funny so uh, I really appreciate that shout out to Gen Z lingo yeah, I'm trying to incorporate it into my my lingo, my my lingo, your Duolingo, <laughs> my Duolingo, and so I'm trying to make that happen. But yeah, it's just hard to get back, and 
there's really no good way of coming off of vacation and being back in work mode that doesn't exist. Even if you went to the beach for a week, like if you can come back rested, congratulations, you deserve a trophy because I mean, there have been a few times I've come back quote unquote rested, but it's hard to get back into the mental like swing of things, you know? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I think you're right. There are some times when you can get some rest and come back and be like, okay, I caught up on sleep. Mm-hmm. However, I, I feel like everybody still has to deal with that slight existential crisis you have every time you come back where it's like, am I destined to spend the rest of my life, majority of my life working in an office as opposed to out experiencing the world? And I know that's the way the world works. I'm not ignorant, but that is, I feel, a crisis I have every time I return from vacation. I'd be surprised if others don't as well. Yeah. Give me, give me back out into that world, people. I'm looking to experience all the things. I'm looking to do all the things. Like I'm ready to go. What's up? Yeah. And like one vacation in your head then inspires you for so many more and thinking about what else you want to do or even where, you know, you, when you want to return to what you just did, what you want to add to it, what you want to change, what you want to revisit. But Mm. beyond that, there's so much more out there to go do. So when you think about the fact that, oh, I just used the majority of my PTO for the year. So I'm not looking at any time soon going on a vacation. I just drained my bank account. So, you know, um, or my savings that I saved up for this trip. So I, it's not even practical to go on. Like, it's just depressing. Oh, so depressing. That's oh, my little darkness. Mild. That's my ish. <laughs> I mean, just, oh, I love that song. It makes me think of the movie, The Graduate. Shout out <laughs> The Graduate. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That was, <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> I am Marcella Shell. Hi. <laughs> did you not know I can like do the Marcella Shell? It's really good. I don't think it. I did. Hi. Hi. I'm 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 just a little shell. My name is Marcel. And I just I'm just a little shell. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not great. I haven't like perfected it yet, but that can be one of my hidden talents is I can make my voice do some cranks of things. That's a good hidden talent. I can't do impressions, so I no, that. I, I feel like I've seen you do one before. I can't really do impressions. Not very well. I wish well, I'm I could. pretty impressed, so I guess that tells you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that tells you how much I'm good at doing a salad dressing called like garlic impressions. <laughs> Maybe I could do that. Oh my gosh, is there? I didn't know. There that's is, really cool. In, it's garlic inspirations impressions. Somebody out there is like yelling it. That's listening. Garlic impressions infusions i don't know there's some salad dressing that i've tried it's very good but it's like a cult classic oh my god it's garlic i'm gonna call it garlic impressions because that's probably wrong and somebody's annoyed with me and i love it i feel like that should be like a branded spinoff of like this show or something where you have an account that's like garlic impressions and it's just a meme account kind of like trash can paul or oh yes you know, any of those good ones. Fuck Jerry and all that kind of stuff. I need you to run it. You have a meme brain. Oh, I, y'all. Whew, I love, I love memes. I love them. Classic I love millennial to of me, but I love them. them. Yeah, I know. It is kind of millennial, but who cares if they're funny? They're and so I funny. I love to consume them, but I feel like your brain creates them. <laughs> I, I do, do sometimes. I think I, I think I should, I might start a page. Who knows? Girl, I think you should. I think that's going to be the name. Garlic Impressions. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, I'm gonna create one tonight. It's called tonight. It'll be called Garlic Impressions, and what it will have is I'm going to be creating content, but I'll also be repurposing content. But I will make sure to cite my sources. So I will be like, "This is Trashcan Paul. This is da 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 da." 
And then I'm going to put it out there in the world and I'm going to be like, bam, garlic impressions is going to be a huge brand. I'm going to have t-shirts. It's going to be wild, wild times. Just tag Goodish People Pod. Of course. That's how garlic impressions why originated. Is, why is a podcast tagged <laughs> in this meme? <laughs> oh, it's garlic impressions for stinky breath and funny memes. That impress you. That will have an impression that on you. a great pitch. I'm in. Okay, cool. So you're sold. Yep, I'm I'm sold. I'm there. Can I have ten thousand dollars? There you go. Dopamine back in check post vacation. We got a new endeavor. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. This is the most excited I've been since we returned on uh, Monday afternoon. What so. a sad what a sad flight that was. Sad day. Oh, that was a sad flight. Just sad because you're leaving, you know. Uh, and honestly, the wedding, we'll get into it, was so fun and amazing. So much fun. The drive, getting in that Uber to leave Disney was just a shame. It was just it was sad. So sad. And and honestly, like, Ned and I did contemplate staying another day. We wouldn't have missed the wedding. But also, like, we had stuff that we needed to do and our the Airbnb was in our names. So we, we did have to go. But um, I didn't really enjoy the trip back. Not that we have to, like, get into how we got back from our amazing trip that we haven't even spoken about. But for some odd reason, like, I kept having problems with people, like, the TSA people. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. Like, I don't know if it's something about my face, but, like, some people, if they don't know me, strangers on the street. I don't know if I've – I think I've talked about this before. People just see me and they're like, I don't want to like you. I'm going to make your life, like, really challenging. I, I don't know why. I think it's, it's just, like, the way I look. It's because you're, you're like, stunning. That's why. People I don't, don't like – well, I think so. People don't like to like people that are, like <laughs> – beautiful because they're jealous mm, okay i think Did a lot see- in this world is driven by jealousy just take it just you don't even have to respond it's just the truth i was about to ask was, i don't think you're remembering how i looked when we got to the airport shut up jackie <laughs> oh my god i looked like a muppet but i looked like the muppet that's like the little rat he's holding the pizza and he's the guy with the backwards hat like that's how i look like genuinely do you know this true one? yes i know and that is not <laughs> true I'm and, it, and it's not to be mistaken with the small blue mouse from um, Big Bear in the Big Blue House or whatever. This is the other rat. But no. thank you. I appreciate Honestly, I honestly think the more uh, the more kind of pajama-esque you dress at the airport, people might assume you're famous, to be honest. When I wear sweats at the airport, I feel like – and my hat. I like to wear a hat at the airport so nobody bothers me. And – I don't like people talking to me. Okay. I'm going to put headphones in. Please do not talk to me. I'm listening to a podcast and I don't care to talk to you. Not because you're not great, but because I am protecting my own peace. But when I walk around like that, I feel like people try to double take of like, not like I look mm-hmm. like a celebrity per se, but more oh, like you do. that's you're how famous. they dress at the airport. That's how they dress at the airport. So I wonder if that's, you know, part of it too. I don't know, man. I think it's, I think it's that you look famous. Uh, no, it's the it's the fit. It's the fit, which is complimentary, you know. Yeah, I dress then, like garbage, just like the celebrities <laughs> when I go to the airport. I wear my sweatpants and my pajamas. And and I'm gonna start pulling a Leonardo DiCaprio and just wear a mask every time, not because um, I'm trying to protect myself from germs, even though maybe I should, but <laughs> because I don't want anybody to see my face and remember me. <laughs> Honestly, I might have to start that too after I tell you. Well, Hannah's already kind of known the story. But essentially, so if you've gone through Hartsfield Jackson, right? And if you've grown up in Atlanta, so that's the airport in Atlanta, right? If you've grown up in Atlanta or you traveled to Atlanta, you know how quickly you have to get through. Like you're like, I'm on it, I'm in the zone, I'm getting my bags, I'm doing this, I'm taking my shoes off, electronics, 
all the yeah. things. Yeah, that meme, I think I sent it to you before we even left for Disney of how proud, or it was, a, it was like a little TikTok video, somebody dancing and just like bowing and saying, thank you very much, thank you very much, because they moved so quickly through security. And like, that's how every Atlantan is when they pass through security quickly. Yes. They're like, thank you, you're welcome. I'll accept my prize on the other side yeah. of this detector that looks at my naked body. Exactly, exactly. And I'm like, okay, my prize is now I get to go sit at a shitty bar and order a beer in the airport. I'm just kidding. Most of the time it's pretty good. Um, my reward is sitting down and being like, okay, the next thing I have to do is get a little buzz on and then get on the plane. This will be all good. Um, but this was not even the Hartsville Jackson TSA. This was the TSA that was in West Palm Beach, Florida. They don't have anything as much to do. I think that's I important know. to remember for this story. Oh, that's so true. They don't. It was like, they were like, okay, my day's been kind of boring. How can I like berate somebody? And there was a woman in front of me. And so I was very like, you know what? I'm going to show these people how it's done. Like this. Yeah. And this is where I went wrong in the first yes. place in my mind. I think this is like karma, you know, getting back at me in my mind. I'm like, you know what? Oh, I'm just going to be so nice to these people. I already, I, I deal with the worst TSA in the world. You know what? I, the most intense TSA in the world with Atlanta. Like this is going to be a breeze for them because I know all the rules because I'm such a rule follower. Shoes come off before they're supposed to come off. Electronics are in the bin before they even like make mean eye contact at me. And I'm looking at the person in front of me and she has her carry-on bag in a bin. Same exact size, same shape, same style. I think it was the same brand as Mary Carry On. It's like, great, I'm going to put this in the bin. I immediately set it in the bin. And right, it's as if there was some kind of timer that went off. It was like, it was like some type of ding, 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 right when I said in the bin. And, and this person turned around and like, no bags in the bin. I mean, like genuinely, it was so aggressive. I'm serious. I'm so serious. That voice sounded like, like the person that worked at the Haunted Mansion ride. Um, yeah, that's probably where I was wrong. So my inspiration. <laughs> Not to be confused with garlic inspirations and or garlic impressions. That was a stretch, <laughs> but here I am. So essentially this person's like, and I'm like, okay, well, all right, I need to look up, see who's talking to me. Okay. It's this man. Okay. Okay. I see him. All right. Head down. Okay. So I'm going to pull my bag out of the bed. Hands are on the bag bag is lifting moving no bags in the bin I'm like dude like I, I'm, I'm trying everything in me to to not like <laughs> acknowledge or like be like hey it's all good you know whatever and then he kept saying it over and over again and I was like about to lose my shit and I didn't and I just did I just didn't look at him I just, I put it out of the bin. I put it on the thing. He started yelling some other things at me. And I was like, I'm not, I'm going to tune it out, tune it out, tune it out. And I got through and it was all good. But that was really annoying. But I know they're just doing their job. You know, they're keeping us all safe. But I, I was mean, like, but the woman in front of me had it in a bin. I think they're just picking and choosing anything at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, and not just the woman in front of you. I have a very similar bag and mine was in a car or was in a basket thing. Or in, Are you kidding me? On a You're right. Yours is like the same size as mine. Yeah. Oh, he was irate. He was irate. It was as if I had robbed the local bank. If I had tried to carry a weapon on or some, some kind of so crazy ridiculous. crap, man. I mean, I, I know their job is hard. We, you've acknowledged that very mm -hmm. well. You, you were trying to do an amazing job to make their life easier. I just feel like he picked you to like pour all of his rage out and mm -hmm. 
and he did a bad job because he didn't cover his tracks because the person <laughs> right in front of you got to do the thing that he yelled at you for. And what really pisses me off as somebody who owns bags that uh, are maybe a different color than black, your bag is a beautiful green and putting it on that little runway belt situation might have scuffed it up. And oh, that it did. It did. It has scuffs. Of course it, it has does. Them. Those things get greased. Mm-hmm. And other people's bags are going on it that are scuffing it. And that's freaking annoying. What's, what is mm-hmm. the problem with putting it in a bin? Again, I, I feel like being from Atlanta, we hold every other TSA up to like such a high bar because they do everything so efficiently. Like, yes, they may be strict, but they do everything efficiently and move quickly. And everything goes in bins. You're supposed to put everything in a bin. Everything. Doesn't matter Except what it is. Except your suitcase, like a hard case suitcase. Mm-hmm. But anything that can fit in a bin goes in a bin. And I think they've learned that's just easier because you just, the bins don't get stuck. Like, I don't know, but they do it and it's very efficient. So to go to a place you're like, you're this little tiny airport, no shade to Palm Beach, but you're this tiny little airport and you're pretending you're the big guy. <sighs> it's maybe like fifth graders treating a fourth grader wrong because they think they're the oldest in the school, like the top dog, you know? <laughs> Really, the eighth graders uh, are where we're flying home to, and you got to. Or really, it's more like the seniors mm-hmm. in high school. <laughs> you got to face the music. <laughs> I oh uh, yes, I mm, uh, yeah, it was definitely my face for sure. I was egging them on somehow, some way, somehow. But um, yeah, I got off on that topic. But uh, that was a good topic. I'm uh, glad you shared it. Yeah, it always, always. Well, yeah. I guess we can get into our goods, which I think will lead us just straight into our topic. Uh, our goods yes. probably were both our Disney trip. What? Okay, like, what a freaking trip. Like, I, I, like if I were to, you know, go tomorrow, I hope I don't. If I were to look back at my life, that would be one of the trips I would remember. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> it was really good. You know, I was like, you know what? I always knew that I think I thought we would travel well together, the four of us. But really, I was like, we had no problems. It was great. Oh, I I know. It was like, it was so seamless. It, and and I, I don't think a lot of people can say that, which is really no. fun. I'm not surprised. But also, um, I think all of us just know each other well enough yeah. to like be our, our complete selves around each other. So like, if we're all tired, we're all tired. If we're all like really energetic, we're really energetic. And yep. we all like, we just, we, we have similar interests too. So yeah, you know, and we're, we all like to have a lot of things planned out to do. So like everybody was kind of on the same vibe. Like y'all, yep. this is kind of like wild, but like, for example, there were like two nights at dinner where like <laughs> Connor and Hannah were like conversing about what they wanted. And this is like, going to sound so <laughs> crazy. And then Ned and I would be conversing about what we wanted and we wouldn't address like each other on what we wanted, but then the way to be like, after, like we really should minutes, have. I, I know, right? And then, because then we all could have shared like different things, and the waiter would come, and we'd be like, "Yes, we'll have the French onion soup, and then we'll have the uh, braised pork, and we'll have this other side, and the escargot, the escargot." And you guys ordered the exact same thing, and then it's like another another time at, at at dinner too at the Japanese place, which we'll get into in a minute, which was wackadoo wild, crazy town um at disney which is interesting but um yes good good time <laughs> it was hilarious but we really we, i guess we learned for the future we should ask each other so that we can order more dishes and we can all just split them because <laughs> clearly we're all thinking on the same wavelength it was a similar taste to a whole new meaning yeah literally taste like food 
<laughs> straight, like as practical as it can get taste. I know. Um, but yeah, it was so fun to travel. And Con- I was talking to Connor about it and he was like, I, I didn't think it'd ever be hard to travel with, with most people. Connor's pretty agreeable. So I can see that for yeah. him. But also I don't think that either of us have done a couple's trip with just two other people before. And I like was kind of framing it for him as when you go with a larger group, it's different because everybody's kind of sharing the load and mm-hmm. you're necessarily doing everything together. And I don't know, it's just a little different. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally see what you're talking about. I'm like, well, I'm really, I knew it would go this way and I'm just so happy we had so much fun. It was a blast. Me too. It was such a blast. Oh, I want to go back in time. We, you guys, we did not wait more than 30 minutes for a ride. It was epic. We did not. And a shout out to Hannah. That's all because of Hannah. Okay. She spent, and when I say hours, I mean hours. Yeah. But because she got a lot of joy out of it. That I did. <laughs> Planning this trip, um, you know, asking everybody kind of what they wanted to do, what their priority rides were. And like everybody got to do what they wanted to do, um, which was really cool. And just I can't tell you enough how much I appreciated you pouring all your effort and energy into it. It did not go unnoticed. I appreciated it a ton. And everybody just had a freaking blast. It was amazing. You're welcome. It was fun for me to plan, but also Disney makes it not as it's it's complicated to learn how to do their their fast pass situation, but once I got the hang of it, it really wasn't hard at all. But what would have made it more difficult if it, it was if everybody was trying to do it at the same time and then it would have been really complicated. So it just worked well to have like me book them, but because you only do one at a time, it's really not that complicated because you're only doing like, I would just wake up in the morning and book one and then be like, okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm done until we yeah. ride that and then I'll do another, but it was pretty easy. It was so nice. Like the not waiting aspect was brilliant. Like I've never been to Disney and not waited, um, yeah, me neither. especially, especially for like a, a really popular ride. Like I know I'm going to wait an hour and yeah. typically like, I'm like, I'm okay with that. No worries. Cause I love this ride. But the fact that we got, um, and I want to say fast passes, but it's lightning lanes. Um, Genie plus lightning lanes. So Genie Plus, so interesting. And it just made the experience so much more enjoyable because we all got to optimize our time when we weren't on rides. So whether that was walking by something to go look at and see or going to stop by at a stand for snacks and like, um, it just made everything so much more pleasant. It was, it was quite wonderful. Yeah, it was great. I, I really was surprised at how well all of that worked for us. And I'm just grateful because waiting in those lines can be so daunting (laughs) sometimes. And Disney's smart because the newer rides too, you can buy lightning lanes beyond just the traditional fast pass, which we uh, didn't do because you could join a virtual queue also for free, which means you have to wait like forever. But, but when they call you, your time is up and you wait like maybe 20 minutes after you get there to ride the ride. So that worked out well for us too, that we didn't even have to wait in line for the newer ones. And that's because Disney figured out how to not do that. And I really appreciate that. Thank you out there. Uh, whoever is running Bob Iger, is that still the guy that's running Disney? I don't really remember, but whoever it is, we appreciate you for that one aspect because it saved us a lot of time and allowed us to do some rides that we maybe wouldn't have done. Or yeah. like you said, grab a drink or whatever that we wouldn't have done otherwise, which is smart for you because you made more money off of us because we bought more things. We did. Capitalism, we did. baby. I know they were they were smart on how they did how they did it and we benefited, which was really great. We did um, we did, but 
oh gosh, there's so many good things to talk about. Like, where do we, where do we begin here? I know. I, okay. So I definitely want to make sure we get to talking about your whole experience and you can tell people the whole thing. Do you Mm want to start there or should we start with like, I don't know. I feel like that could be a good place to start. What do you, what do you think? We could do that. I was going to say we could start with Arrival and like how kind of like Twilight Zoney that that was because Twilight Zoney, I didn't even mean to do that. That leads us right into Tower (laughs) of Terror. I know, which is the first ride that we or did I ride it? I don't know. I'm going to tell you in a few minutes. I'm going to build the hype. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> Is she still on the elevator? Who's to say? <laughs> um, but we show up. We fly in on Wednesday night. And all of us are super delirious because, like, <laughs> we had all had really hard, like, work days. <laughs> like, terrible work days. Like, I got to the airport and texted them and said, I need a beat by myself. I literally went and sat by myself with my headphones in for, like, 30 minutes. It's like, I need to recharge. So we were I all in that spot. We were considering that. Ned and I went straight to the bar, immediately sit down. <laughs> and the lady's like, do you want two green tea shots? Like, I just, I just bought a house. And we were like, okay, we'll take two free shots. They were not free. She was a sneaky bartender, all good. She's making those, making that money and making them tips. So had the green tea shot, had a, a beer. Um, and then, yeah, y'all came to the airport. And yep. and then, like, Ned was still working. Connor had to still work a bit. So all of us were, like, coming off of <clears throat> long work weeks, even though it was Wednesday. Felt like it should have been Saturday. <laughs> Lemon, it's only Wednesday. Thank you, 30 Rock, for that quote. <laughs> I need to really watch Thirty Rock, um, and that that will be a topic for another conversation. So I don't get too off yes, track because I really have to watch it. Um, I know how much that show means to you and and how funny it is. And so we get there, we're all at the airport, but like our flight's delayed. I guess it's like oh yeah, that's right. I guess by like an it's hour and a half. Favor. It yeah, the first delay actually worked in Connor and I's favor because I had a meeting right up until we needed to like we needed to hop in the car right after my meeting to get to the airport on time because it was rush hour traffic, which <laughs> not fun. But so the first delay was like maybe twenty minutes, and mm-hmm. that was helpful to us. But the, the next one was like I think it was like an hour and a half out from when yeah. we were supposed to take off. Yeah, which we was really nice. To get there was a reasonable time to go to the boardwalk and have dinner. Ho-hum. Yes, yes. And so we get there. Or well, we're flying. We fly in. Oh well, well, while we're on the plane, we had the craziest drop. Have you ever oh, had yeah. a drop that crazy on a plane? Yeah, I've had worse. Oh my god, you have. But like, like you have to remember, as a kid, I loved roller coasters, right? So I used to think it was fun to hit turbulence on planes. I'm old enough now to be like, oh no, don't miss me with that. No, I don't, dog, want, that I don't want no turbulence. I, I'm too. I know too much about plane crashes these days. But as a kid, I was like, this feels like I'm on a ride. I used to love it. <laughs> oh god, feels like a simulation. Um, so we had like this drop on the plane that was like pretty, like boom, like my it head. Bad. It was just bird. one, but it was intense. It was an intense, and then the pilot came over. Oh, that was the most pilot I've ever had. He was out <laughs> greeting people as we were boarding and like joking around with a kid and saying things that were like borderline, not inappropriate, but just like old man talk, you know. Yeah. And then when he got on to talk about the turbulence, it was kind of funny. I think I kind of missed that because Ned and I were in like a little bit of a tiff, which was so stupid. Fair. When we got yeah, on the plane, so. and it was just like, uh. Where, why are we in a tip? And we're like sitting there, like talking about why we're in this tip. And it was like so, like so pointless. It was like the stupidest thing. Love I mean, and it, marriage, love and I marriage. Know, it's great. Like looking back, I'm like, ah, I could have taken the L on that one pretty early, but you know, <laughs> I fought the good fight. <laughs> yeah, you finished the race. 
I did and you know all as well but you know we weren't really like even paying attention to the violent when he was talking which you should always pay attention to the safety things I, I probably should have kept my ears I, perked oh, up on that too you don't need yeah. to we've been yeah, on enough right, planes right. at this point especially delta flights you know you know the drill shout out to delta for being the best airline yes gosh i love delta i do too so good god bless you mm, seriously so the pilot comes on and he's like over turbulence but he said it a lot nicer than that because he was a nice pilot he's like we just hit a rough patch of air and uh, that should be the only one from here on out you guys are in the clear and it was thank <laughs> yeah. god i was like oh what's coming next um and so we get there, we get we get into an Uber, we show up at Disney, we check in, and it's like at this point, like 10, 15. Yeah, it's late. Night. We hadn't eaten. Hadn't eaten. So like half hangry, half I have the giggly sillies, like nighttime crazy poos. And I'm like, hmm, not like poo, like poo-poo, like, ha, huh, I'm being so silly because I'm crazy. <laughs> Which is a difference. <laughs> um, Definitely different. I had to clarify. And so we're like, where in the heck do we get dinner? And so we're like, we yeah, Go we ahead. stayed at the uh, the Disney, the Walt Disney Swan, which the Swan and the Dolphin have like ten collective restaurants, if not more. So we're trying to figure out which ones are still open. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were trying to yeah f- figure out what was up, and we go to one across the way at the Dolphin, and then like that one's closed, and we're like, we have like a thirty minute window not even it was like i think it was like 20 after that to find food and sit down or we're not gonna like we have to uber eats we're not gonna we're not gonna get anything and so finally we're like okay let's go back to our hotel there was a super nice italian restaurant we were like eh, we don't want to like spend the money we're about to spend a lot of money at disney so we go over to kimono's which is this like japanese steakhouse um i i'm pretty sure Slash. Yeah, it was a Japanese restaurant, probably a steakhouse. I don't know. The vibes, my memory of it is a little skewed by what happened. Slash karaoke bar. I guess we had hit it when like the nightlife was coming out. But here's the kicker, right? There's like nobody in this restaurant except for at the very back, there are a few people sitting at a bar. And there's like five people at the front by the karaoke like stage. And when I tell you it's blaring loud in there. I'm telling you, it is, I can't hardly hear what Hannah is saying next to me, and there's, like, nobody in there. And, Hannah, what was the song that was playing when we walked in? I'm a redneck woman. That wasn't playing when we walked in, though. That What was oh, when we walked in? Oh, my God. It was something horrid. I, I just was. remember being, like, and all of us were, like, redneck woman. It did. And, like, these people were trash at singing, but it was to the point where it's, like, some of them were trying really hard, and they weren't even that drunk, and... We're just like, why are we here? And then we're like sitting down and uh, then Redneck Woman comes on and all of us are so tired and we're just like, have we have entered the twilight zone. And I was yes. experiencing a ton of anxiety because if you know me, you know that I had past tense. Yeah, let's go. I had. <laughs> let's go. So now I'm spoiling it, but I had a severe phobia of roller coasters, and I'm happy to say that I do not anymore after this Woo! trip, which is so fun to say and proof that you literally can do anything. Like, I'm straight up like, if you have a fear, you can conquer that fear. Like, trust me, like, this was the biggest fear in my life, which sounds really silly because it's a roller coaster. But, like, in my mind, I genuinely, like, believed that, like, I would have rather – if somebody was, like, do you want to, like – and this is really extreme. 
do you want to like go to the hospital and like have surgery or like get on a roller coaster? I'd be like, I would go to the hospital. Like that's how messed up in my mind the fear was. Well, it's a phobia, right? Phobias are not logical. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, so like in the restaurant, I'm like in my head, like trying to like, this was very distracting and great, but like I was seriously anxious. Like for example, um, wait, I want us to finish the kimono story before I get into like the backstory on how I tried to prepare myself. Yes. yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's a, that's a good story, but yes. Yes. Kimonos. <laughs> oh yeah. So we order our food and the, we got like chicken katsu or something like that. And yes. then also dumplings, I want to say, and those were fine. And the sushi comes out and it was not good sushi, my dude, which, you know, Jackie's over here anxious because she knows, and she requested the first thing we do would be tower of terror because it's the one she was most afraid of, which we will get into, but she's anxious about that already. And we know when bad fish or fish in general hit your stomach <laughs> when you're anxious, not, not a good recipe. So no. We're eating this like mediocre sushi that's not that cheap. Like it should have been cheaper. It tastes like Kroger sushi, which Kroger sushi is fine for the, the price you pay, right? But anyway, so it's not that great and it's late and Jackie and I know we have to wake up at like 5.30 the next morning and she's anxious and everybody is trying to tune out the redneck woman lady singing in the background <laughs> and Ned particularly is having like a full-on anger attack about this song and this lady singing and it's hilarious. So that was our our first dinner at Disney and it was just quite the moment. I think I got some reaction on video so we may have it to post. Yeah, I think so. It was it was good. I don't know which song was on, but it it was Redneck Woman. I'm like fairly certain. I hope so. (laughs) I think so. It was like some like trashy country song where I was like, why is this playing? This is so stupid. Um, I was like, oh god! Starts getting mad at me because I start singing a lot. It was just a, it was quite the experience. It was funny though, like it needed to happen. It did. And then somehow MIA, uh, song Paper Planes got oh, in the yeah, mix. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know if somebody was somebody singing that. I think they s- must have been because why else oh, would gosh. we? Because I was teaching you the dance. I you had were a doing dance. the dance that you made up. <laughs> yeah, I made up a dance in high school when that song came out, and I thought it was so cool. I do like the finger guns, and then I do a cash register motion with my finger guns, and I thought it was <laughs> so cool. And I just now oh, every time that song comes on, I do it, and I don't even think twice about it. As a twenty-nine-year-old woman, I don't think twice about it. I'm like, maybe it's something I made up, like. 13 years ago, I should, you know, question mark, but whatever, we're here. And then Jackie and I are just cracking up about that. It was, it was, uh, we'll always have kimonos. We will always have kimonos. Yes. I think I'll walk by there in the future for sentimental memories, but I will not dine there again unless I am very intoxicated and I'm looking to do some karaoke. I was going to say, maybe one one day we should go back and we should sing Redneck Woman together there. We 100% should. Especially when we're when we're back one day if we have kids and they can stay with the babysitter and we'll go to kimonos and Connor and Ned can go do whatever. <laughs> they can come if they want. Um, that is we really must. funny. We must. Uh, yes, we absolutely must. Okay, mm. so that's kimonos. And, you know, all the while, as Jackie mentioned, she is thinking about how the fact like in well under 12 hours you're about to get on a ride so walk me through that. Yeah. Walk everyone through that. Yeah. So granted, I've been thinking about this trip. I mean, we had this planned, like, what, six or seven months ago? It was a while ago, yeah. Yeah, we had booked it a minute ago. Maybe not that long, but it felt like I had had that long to think about it. I feel like it had to have been six months ago. I think so. I think we booked it in, like, March. September. So, yeah, yeah, we definitely booked it early spring. So, yes, it's been a while. It's been a minute that it's been on the calendar. 
And so I knew, like, I, I, I was very adamant. Like, I do want to conquer my fear and, like, I want to be ser- – like, I'm serious about it, you know? And how do I make this happen? And so I was always, like, if I'd get anxious about it, I would say, okay, well, I'm five months out. Like, I'm fine. I don't have to worry about it. And that would ease kind of my concern. Well, I started doing a lot of research around people who have had fear of roller coasters and, like, phobias and how they overcame it. And the consensus for all of them, no matter what tactic they used, what breathing exercise, what, um, you know, type of like repetition that you would say to yourself or meditation, what have you, they all were like, you just have to get on. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I want to do, though. <laughs> like, F. And I'm like, that's not helpful. <laughs> like, not helpful. And so about a week before I started having, before the trip, I started having very bad anxiety. Like, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And one of the things I had read was like self-hypnosis. Y'all, be really wary um, of self-hypnosis. <laughs> and this is why I'm going to get into it. Um... I really think personally after the experience I had that you should seek professional help when you're looking to be <laughs> hypnotized. That's all I'm going to say, especially yeah, just leave amateur. that one out there for the, for the people in the crowd, <laughs> yep. especially from an amateur person who already has severe anxiety about things, go to a professional for help. But I had found this video of this Australian man who would be like, relax your eyes. That's not an Australian accent, but I can't do it. Do it. I can't do it. Oh, I was can they mate? Relax your eyes. Uh, yeah, oh, that's British. British. That's British. I don't Relax know. Relax your eyes, mate. <laughs> that was that was excellent, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I found this video. I started listening to it over and over, and I would just like lay down. It was like 20 minutes long. And it wasn't really self-hypnosis, more like meditation. So they shouldn't have labeled it self-hypnosis. I'm about four days out and I'm like, I need something a little bit stronger than this. <laughs> this is not helping me. I'm still having severe anxiety. So I find a YouTube video because why not? Don't do this. Like this is literally a PSA. Do not do a self-hypnosis video on YouTube. <laughs> this is where I went wrong. If you hear anything today, <laughs> hear this. <laughs> right? Like mm, take heed. So I'm like, okay, I can like self-hypnotize myself. So I had not read anything about this video, okay? But I was like, I'm just going to try it out. I stupidly, oh, this is ridiculous, y'all, okay? I decided to try it out the night before we leave for the trip. So I, like, have to work the next day. It's, like, 10, 11 o'clock at night. I finish the packing. Ned and I are laying down in bed, and I'm like, hey, like, just want to let you know if you try to say something to me, like, I'm going to have my headphones in. Like, I'm doing this, like, meditation (laughs) hypnosis thing. I'm going under. <laughs> Literally. And I think my mistake down under. too. <laughs> down under. Yeah, I'm going down under my so I my mistake is that I think first and foremost was that I decided to use my nice AirPods, the ones that are noise canceling. So I literally can't hear anything but this yeah, man's yeah. voice. And he's like talking like this. And he's there's music in the background. He's like, if you have a fear or a phobia. Like it kind of sounds back like Haunted Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally sounds like, if you have a fear or a phobia, you should listen to this. <laughs> I'm like kind of tempted to post it, but like, please don't try it, you guys. But I'm going to post it. <laughs> and 
it's like all these people and this is what sold me right there are thousands of comments of people going oh and this guy's name is Michael thank you so much Michael you saved my life I no longer have anxiety I can do anything and I'm like well hell yeah like I'm trusting like these people on YouTube who've commented like I don't know anything about them Sure. Now you can use that as a reference check if you meet somebody new and they're asking you for like money or something to invest in their business. Go check those comments, see if they commented on it. And if they did, do not give them your money because you can't yeah, trust yeah. them. You can't trust anybody. But I, I truly think he did help some people. So I have my headphones in. I'm about five, six minutes into this thing. He's talking like this about if you're scared of spiders or snakes or heights. And I'm not kidding you guys. Like his tone like, so I'm like very relaxed, relax your body, all this. You're like sinking, you're going deeper, you're going deeper, all this stuff, right? He then changes his tone and the music softens and I can feel like my actual like soul, like my spirit sinking into my body. And I got so freaked out by that, that I could feel myself pulling myself out of the self, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard, pulling myself out of the self, self-hypnosis, coming out I have never felt so much anxiety in my life because I guess it like tap is tapping into all of your anxiety in your head to like get rid of it, right? My entire body felt anxiety from my head to my toe. And like, I'm an anxious person. I have anxiety almost every day. This was a whole other level. This was paralyzing. Did you break out into a cold sweat too? Um, yes. After the panic attack. So I had a full on panic attack. I immediately ripped my headphones out. I'm like, (gasps) I'm like freaking out. I like hit the lights. I like turn the lights on and I'm like, Ned, Ned. I'm like on the floor. I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm having it. So I was having a full on anxiety attack the night before we leave for our trip for Disney. And he was like so mad at me. He's like, the night before kimonos, right before kimonos, right before we were flying the next day. And so uh, you know, take a lesson from me, take a page out of my book. Maybe don't do self-hypnosis if you haven't done your full research. I'm a dingus. I had a panic attack. I'm all good now. If I ever want to be hypnotized, I will go to a therapist. I don't think I want to after the experience that I had, but I did end up conquering my fear, but I definitely went about it uh, another way. You did what everybody suggested and said, like, the ultimatum is just, you just have to get on. I just did it. Oh, but I, whew, I, whew, I had so much anxiety. Oh yeah. Do you want to get? Do we want to get into that? Let's do it. Okay. So I, I can set the stage for the next day. So we leave kimonos. We go to bed. Um, Jackie and I have agreed to wake up a little earlier the next morning to figure out the fast pass situation. Grab some be- breakfast. Grab some coffee. I meet Jackie out by the elevators, <laughs> and she's like, "I have not slept a wink." And you know, I I know that she's having anxiety, but sometimes I'm forgetting because you know I'm in my own head about my own life and my own things. Sometimes I'm like forgetting that you're probably feeling this nonstop, can't stop thinking about it, and and like that is a very real thing. Like that's just so real. And for me, roller coasters are a fun thing. So I was really excited and looking forward to it. And you were having this existential dread and, but excitement to be at Disney. That must've been a weird juxtaposition. I would love for you to talk about that. But anyway, so we meet, we go downstairs. We're trying to figure out this genie plus thing. I had to get some more information in about our hotel so we could get in early to the park. We get coffee, we go up, we finish getting ready. And then we start walking over to Hollywood Studios, which is where we were starting our day. And as I had mentioned, Jackie had requested 
and I don't even think you had remembered that you had requested this, but you had requested Mm -hmm. to go to Tower of Terror first because it is the one you were most afraid of, which I think was extremely wise because if you could do that, you could do anything. Mm -hmm. And so we start walking there. And before we're walking there, I forgot you had grabbed a, uh, you had grabbed a drink at the the Um, coffee bar, which they had drinks, which is amazing. A Negroni. It was a, it was a mini can, yeah, a mini canned Negroni. Because I'm standing there, I hadn't slept a wink, like Hannah said. I was feeling so sick because I hadn't slept. I was exhausted. Well, and anxiety makes your stomach hurt. Yeah, and so I didn't really feel like eating. And so I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to drink anything at all, but I need to to, to relax. Yeah, totally. And that's just like, you know, take a page out of my mom's playbook. She had told me that there's a bar right outside of Rock and Roller Coaster and she was right. So on the way in, you also grabbed a a drink at the bar, which I'll let you get into. And then we're heading over to Tower of Terror. And I want you to go ahead and take it from when we enter the park to when you get on the ride. I can give commentary along the way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, I'm like drinking this Negroni. So I'm calming. I'm, I'm feeling calm of like, I'm not saying like, if I'm not saying much, oftentimes that means like, I'm really thinking about something, but like to the point, especially when we're like a happy place, I'm like, Oh gosh, this is bad. So we get there and I'm like, all right, I can do it. I can do it. I'm like, Oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. So we stop. I'm like, y'all, I'm like, if I'm going to do this, like I need to just full of transparency, have more alcohol than what I have in my system right now. Like I right now will not get on this ride. So I go and I have a little bit more like black cherry white claw is what I got. But we walk up to the bar and I'm like, hey, are y'all like serving alcohol? Cause it's like eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's 8 30. <laughs> it's 8 30. What did she say? The bartender or she the said you're already or you're already late or something. Like some yeah, sort of little quip about how they're always serving alcohol and it was like a little joke. Yeah, it was really I cute. Your question was valid because in Georgia there are weird laws about when you can serve. Yeah, and it like eased me, eased some of my tensions. But um, we walk up and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like the lightning lane or whatever. They're like, "Yeah, you're gonna go through." And like, I think it was like fi- it said like five minutes or something. We did not have a lightning ra- lightning oh, lane maybe. for that ride. We had one for Rock and Roller Coaster because wow. Tower Terrace had already expired by the time we got all of our information about the hotel sorted. So we were gonna just get in the regular line. So we were waiting outside for the regular line. Because I'm thinking, okay, that makes way more sense now. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, I've got 30 minutes to like calm down and like have this drink in line and it'll all be good. And we get there and it's like, oh, yay. Like it's less than 10 minutes. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, oh my God. And I start having like a full on panic attack in front of Tower of Terror. Like I'm talking like I am crying. I look like a child. Like it's embarrassing. Like I genuinely like I am. You were having a full on panic attack. But it's okay. Having- Everybody has looked like that in public at one point or another. And so these like children are like in, in in line with us and it's just like very concerning. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, Ned's thinking I'm going to pass out and other people are like, should we film this? Should we put this on TikTok? I mean, they were like, it was, it was embarrassing. But I finally Connor looked at me and he said, I don't think we should put Jackie on this ride. And I was like, no, you better <laughs> shut your mouth. She wants to get on it. She'll be pissed at herself if she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have been pissed at myself. Um, and so we get in the line and we move through and we get in the room where they're playing the little video and I'm just like feeling so sick. Like I'm just like, gotta sit down on the ground. Like I'm rubbing, I'm like rubbing my hands. And then, um, it's time to get an elevator or whatever. We like get in front of the elevator and I'm like, I can't do it. Like, and thank goodness we didn't go in that elevator because there were children, yeah, it's for the best. It was it's God's just, provision. It was God's provision. He's like, I don't want these little children to hear the F-bomb for the first time. Like, I need to protect and their little times. ears. <laughs> What's that? And many times subsequently. 
Yeah, and many times subsequently. Um, so I wait, and then the spooky guy's like, how are you getting on the ride? Have you made a decision? And I'm like, oh, my God, yes. All right, I'm get- I've made a decision. He toned it back a lot for you. I just having ridden that ride before and seeing that you were panicking, he really toned it back. So I, I got to let you know, he really did his best. I think he, he probably did. He probably could tell, like, I don't want to like, you know, he's, he could tell you were about to like, yeah, like do something, you do something embarrassing. So he was trying to protect you. I think. Yes. My arms, um, fell asleep before we even got on the elevator ride. And so we managed to get, <laughs> we're getting in and we're the last ones to like get in. And we're front row. We and thought we were going to be in the back row. Yeah, we were in the front. We weren't. <laughs> it was probably for the best because my arms were flailing the entire ride, and I probably would have been smacking the shit out of whoever was in front your of me. So it was really was for just the best. Going everywhere. <laughs> my arms. Yes, they were. And so Not we just get your it. arms. It was your whole body. Oh, I know. Violently <laughs> moving because I was so scared. And so we get in, and I'm like, okay, if Hannah is really concerned about me being in the front row she's gonna say something and she did it and I was like okay I can do it then yeah no you're fine no matter where you were because you're really far from the edge even in the front row because you're like super inside the building so you were fine yeah yeah um and so I get on and I'm like oh my god and the thing the doors close and I'm like well I guess we're doing this and yeah we 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 do it and I we will put apparently they do videos now where they send you videos and not just photos and like y'all somehow I did put my hands up in the air but I think it was just because I was like freaking out so bad and I, I I want you all to just imagine I won't say it all on here but I want you to just imagine all of the crazy expletives that came out of my mouth and how Oh gosh! I'll One let of Hannah my favorites, describe. and it wasn't an expl- It wasn't an expletive. There were lots of expletives said, but it was mostly quoting one of our favorite TikTokers. So, like you know, <laughs> that is what it is. Like TikTok, you know. Uh, my favorite moment was when you said, "I'm doing it," and then the woman in the back said, "You're doing it." <laughs> it was they had all heard you just unload. <laughs> I unload. <laughs> I'm doing it. You're doing it. It was a really sweet moment. Uh, it was a really sweet moment. And then I was just like kind of in shock, like while it was going on. I mean, at that last drop, man, that felt like it was forever for me. I mean, it went by the ride went by super fast, but like that last one when they bring you up and they drop you, I was like, This is never gonna end. <laughs> I was it so felt scared. So short to me, which is hilarious, but I've ridden that ride so many times, so that's probably why. But that was probably your first drop ride ever, right? That was my first drop ride yeah. I've ever done. That makes yep. complete sense because, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like walking somewhere for the first time. The walk there always feels significantly longer than the walk back yeah. because you're familiar with it. So like the next time you ride it, it'll feel short, shorter yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, okay. Some, some context that, uh, that I need to provide. Ned and I were sitting on either side of Jackie and we both had like fully secured her like locked I don't in even remember that hold her because she was <laughs> flailing her body forward like over the rail and we were like Jackie, yeah, go back. <laughs> it was so funny and it just was like the most entertaining thing i've ever ever been a part of and connor's next to me and he is dying laughing at the things you're saying like it was it was pure comedy gold. I wish that video had audio because we <laughs> have it forever. <laughs> it's for the best that it didn't. I mean, no, I wish it did too, just for the mem's sake. But I mean, oh gosh, like, and it was all so genuine. I'm sure these people oh, were yeah. like just putting on a show, but I'm like, no, I'm not even controlling my body. I don't think they thought it was a show. 
it, it <laughs> felt visceral. Like it felt like a real visceral <laughs> experience. <laughs> and they saw you before you got on too. So they knew you're really anxious. Oh, and that's true. So they, they, I don't think they had any idea any uh, idea that it might be a show. It was, it was very real and you crushed it. You did it. You crushed it. I did it. I did it. You guys like your idea of doing that first worked. It did. And, and I didn't, I didn't know how it was going to go because I've done roller coasters in the past. Not very many, but like at first I've been Superman at Six Flags and, you know, and I was like, you know what, if I can, but this was like, I don't know. I thought my reaction was going to be, you know, and I was still scared. You know, well, after I got off, I was so excited. I was like, yes, let's go. Like I was dancing, I was moving and I was grooving and I was very, very excited. Um, I wasn't ex- so excited where they were going to put me in Disney jail. Like when we were in Universal, I, w- oh, I wasn't yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was no moving walkway. I think that's Thank probably goodness. why. <laughs> they shouldn't have that at Universal now that I'm thinking I know, about it. No, it's pretty dangerous. Very, especially for people who are experiencing their first ride which <laughs> i'm sure is very small is a very small fraction of the population but i would felt so good when i got off i felt like i could do anything and so rock and roller coaster was next and i was like wow i was really impressed with myself but i will say that rock and roller coaster like i did get anxiety on that i didn't get it as bad as i did on tower terror but i was like oh my gosh, I'm about to get onto a roller coaster, like, and it's about to go upside down. Like, I'm, I'm scared. Like, and I was, I don't think I can do this. Like, I literally was like, I can't do this. And I was telling Ned, like, we're about to get in line. I was like, I don't think, he's like, no, 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 you're doing this. And then this lady in front of us was like, if he can do it, and she turned around and her, like, little son was behind her, who was seven. She's like, you can do it. And I was like, wow, I definitely could do that now. <laughs> in my head. I can't get out of line. And <laughs> It like gave me like a fist bump or a high five or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I can't turn back now. Like I'm going to look like such a cheeser. So, and I would hate myself. (laughs) So, um, I was like, I'm getting on and man, I'll tell you like when I did a rock and roller coaster, that's when I knew I like roller coasters. That makes me so happy, partially selfishly because I love roller coasters and they're so fun. We can do them together, but that no. just also makes me happy for you because this fear was holding you back. It could have been holding you back from something you didn't end up enjoying, which would have been fine. But the fact that you ended up enjoying it, I'm so proud of you for over- trying and putting in all the effort to overcome it because now you found something you can enjoy on the other side, which is really cool. It is really cool. It, it you know, something I was missing out on for, for a pretty, pretty long amount of time. But um, yeah, just being on it. And I think after like the flip, the takeoff, the launch happens. Cause it's just like the anticipation of the launch. And when the launch is happening, you're like adjusting. You're like, Whoa, what's happening? Then you adjust. Yep. Then I'm like, I like looked at Ned, like when we we're on it. And I was like, I'm enjoying this. I'm having so much fun. I was just so shocked. Um, and we got off and I was like, Oh, I can do anything. I was like, if I just did tower of terror and rock and roll coaster, like I can freaking do anything. Um, which is awesome. And you did, you conquered it all. I did, dude. I, so, I wrote everything you guys wrote. You did. You didn't miss a it thing. It's crazy. You, yeah. did, not sit, you wow. did not sit out of a single thing. No. And when you were feeling anxiety, I think we all picked up on the fact that talking about it would make it worse. So we just kind of let you do your thing and Smart. go through the motions in your head. And you, every time, overcame your fear and got on the ride. And that is amazing. It was, it it was, was amazing. pretty good. Like in two days to overcome a phobia 
is a wild achievement. And and we can't underplay how afraid you were. Like in front of Tower of Terror, I haven't seen someone be that afraid of a ride ever in my yeah. life. Not yeah. even like when I was a kid and, and other kids were scared. Like I've never seen someone that be be that afraid. And you overcame that in two days. I oh, mean, it's a, I know it's just crazy, dude. It's like, you know, uh, all the research I did, they were like, you just have to keep writing. They were like, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Cause it's such a mental block. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, I can't do that. And you're like, no, actually you can. Cause you've done it before and you liked it. It's just this, it's just like the waiting oh, for yeah, me is for so, sure. it's like a mind game thing. Yeah. It's like the lies start creeping back in. Right. And that's like yeah. any fear. Like it's, it's not dissimilar from any other fear that anybody else has. And that's how fears work. Like the more exposure you have to overcoming them, the better you're going to feel about it. And then the more space mm-hmm. you have from overcoming them, the lies are going to creep back in. Yeah. So, so okay, true. we need to get into the rest of the trip, but I want to ask you this yes. right now. So okay. how have you felt since this trip about your fear and like, where are you at today? Cause it's been a few, it's been like almost a week. Yeah. Which is so weird to think about that. It's been almost a week. Today um, is the day that we're recording. So yeah. this time last week we just landed. Yeah. I'm like, get me back on a roller coaster. Like that's where I'm at. Like, I'm like, how do I get that thrill again? I think like now I've like caught, I've like the bug has bit me and I'm like, Ooh, I like this now. Um, but in terms of conquering the fear, I'm like trying to remember it more. I think that all of a sudden now I'm like really focused on work and like getting back into routine, yeah. but I like stopping throughout the day and I'm like, wait, like I did that. That you was really that. cool. Like, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just keeping to like trying to remember like I really can do whatever I set my mind to like a mental block is a mental block but like it's gonna take me being a little bit uncomfortable to like see possible reward on the other side yeah so like if you have a phobia of something and obviously like they're not all as easy I think or you know as easy as like looking at a roller coaster right but for me that was such a huge thing I mean you could be looking at heights or you could be looking at um flying on an airplane for example sure. that's a big one for people and it's like okay well if you like look at the facts and figures and look at how your experience with it has been and mine was really a learned behavior at the end of the yeah. day and so I, I had to look are. at it totally and I had to look at it on paper before I actually was like I can do this I like had to rationalize why I felt the way that I felt and why I had this fear and then go, well, how do I want to tackle that? Because I don't want, like, I, a lot of people enjoy this or a lot of people do this. I would like to try to do it or at least, like, be tried to com- committed to um, overcoming. So I really feel like I can do anything. I mean, like, genuinely, I'm like, oh, well, I can do that now. Like, it's just one of those things yeah, where I'm you like. you can. You don't have right. to be bag lady anymore. You get to leave your bag with the other <laughs> bag lady. I am so excited. Take my bag. Take my whatever. Here you go. We're yeah, going yeah. to ride, which is so fun. Um, and there's just like so much joy that comes out of it. And it's just such a feeling like it's just like so like you're not going to experience that any other way. Like Being on a roller coaster is so fun. It is. It's so fun. It's so thrilling. It's just like it's for me my experience in my life have loved them for a long time. It's like one of the only places where I feel like I truly just like let go. It's like, for instance, it, these roller coasters were really new for you. So you're paying a lot of attention to like each piece and an element of it. Then you'd ask me like, what was your favorite part when we went on guardians? For instance, it was new to me. I didn't even really notice too much. I just like kind of like let go and don't even pay attention. Just like let my body feel the movement on a roller coaster. And it's so freeing. 
in mm-hmm. a way that I feel like there's so few other environments in the world. It's like, I'm in this. This is all I'm doing for the next few minutes. And I'm here to enjoy myself. And that's so rare that you can find yourself in that sort of an isolated moment of elation. It's yeah. so awesome. It is. It is so awesome. And I I like that. I like that too. Like thinking about it like that, just like letting go. And that's all you're doing. Like That's all you can do because you're forced to like keep going. Yeah. So you're moving with great. the car no matter where it goes. And mm-hmm. to just let, like I often, <laughs> my thing on roller coasters, because I'm literally letting go of like all inhibitions. I'm just kind of like just a lump there. My body just start, like I just start laughing. I just laugh on rides, like almost nonstop. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like people are, I sometimes scream and stuff or whatever, but I often laugh a lot. And I'm like, that's just a proof to me that I'm really happy when I'm on roller coasters. And to, to know that that's not just because of my childhood association, like that's a part of it for me, but to know that rides are just fun and you're experiencing that now. It's just like, okay, yeah, this is why these parks exist. That's, this is why people enjoy this. It's a freedom that we can't experience elsewhere. It really is. Um, and I like how you said that you were laughing on them. I think it is, it's so fun. It's like you get giggly or something. You're like, this I is just funny. Giggle, just I'm silly. not trying to. Yeah. I'm not trying to. Yeah. I just do. And it's hilarious mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> it's like guttural. Um, oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah. mine was probably just yelling. I don't know. My body's just like, I have to like go ah. release it. Yeah. Like, I have to like release it. And it feels so good. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah. yes. It was pretty funny because I make a lot of noise on rides too. I just, you know, like enjoy it and let my, let loose in that way. But Connor is like very, he's just such a funny guy. He's not very expressive. So like all the photos of us on rides, his face is just blank. And I know he's having fun. He's having so much fun, but he's just not as expressive. And I'm just like bananas expressive. So I, I'm like next to him making crazy faces or dancing or whatever. Jackie's screaming her face off. Ned's making weird faces. And Connor's just like staring straight he's at the camera with no <laughs> it's incredible and it just cracks me up I'm like it just proves that everybody has fun in different ways yeah they do he's like no I was having a great time and we're like look at the photo like you're not moving at all and you're just staring straight ahead are you sure you're having fun but he definitely did he he had a lot of fun on the trip and I was he wasn't necessarily like looking forward to it in the same way we were he wasn't not Mm. looking forward to it but he was just like is this gonna be fun Disney as adults you know whatever and Ned had the same suspicion as well and like you know he also ended up having a blast but it's like Ned didn't grow up going to Disney Cons- yeah. decently consistently or have like certain core memories there yep um you know core memories been, piece is important yes definitely because you know hannah and i were really like sentimental on like wanting to go to small world and wanting to go on pirates of the caribbean and like wanting to do some of the kitty rides where we're like well yeah we had like experiences there as a kid and like um connor and ned were definitely like troopers in that way although they did not get on small world with us which was fine totally get it um they missed out because if you didn't know this, Small Small World recently installed like one of the biggest drops at Disney, which I was sure to tell them before we got oh, yeah. off. Better than Splash Mountain because yeah. they closed Splash Mountain. They needed another thrill. They did. So I was sure to tell them when I was on the ride, like you're missing like the biggest drop of all time, which. So they're, you know, like on, I'll make a universal reference for anyone who doesn't do Disney. Um, on the Jurassic Park ride, before you have the big drop, there's a massive t-rex that opens its mouth and like roars at you that's like trying to claw at you while you're going down the hill so and it's a small world i don't want to spoil it so please press the fast forward (laughs) button 
if you don't want this spoiled, but they have like all, uh, they have a character from every country that's been turned into these massive characters and all their mouths are open and they're trying to eat you as you go down the hill. And it's just insane. It's wild y'all. And like, there were actually a good amount of children on the ride. Yeah. And they didn't know. And they almost got eaten. It was just terrifying. Like characters from like the 1960s. Crazy. Yeah, kind of wild. I think American yeah. Horror Story like sponsored the ride or something. Yeah, I believe so. Evan Peters was in line, so I figured. Ah, yeah. Oh gosh, Evan Peters. Evan Peters. Don't get me started. <laughs> I forget. Don't give me. You started have a run on him. For Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like it. But yeah, just like a lot of change. I actually, when we went on it's a small world, I feel like I got to see it. So last time, the last couple times I've been there, I've been with my family and we're just like, honestly having the most fun cracking jokes, like just being so silly. And some of my siblings are way funnier than me. So I'm just listening to them just riff with each other about how ridiculous this ride is. Um, joke about getting off and like messing with these characters and like putting them in <laughs> compromising positions and like all this stuff. So oh, that's no. how, that's like how it usually is when I read it's a small world with my family. But this time I feel like I got to see it with a different lens and kind of even though it's a really silly ride, appreciate the vision of it a little bit Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, I kind of see that Walt Disney had this fixation for the fact that everybody in the world is really not that different. And it shows in Epcot, even though I know his original design for Epcot was to have this this living compound that was this, you know, isolated compound, but it was to have this community where everybody lives in harmony. And so just kind of felt like I was tapping into the main line of Disney and and realizing that there's this undercurrent of bringing people together. That was, that ride was trying to do just did it in a really creepy, ridiculous way, but you know, it tried. It's such like a stamp in time. Oh yeah. The decor is just so 60s, 70s and I kind of love it. Yeah, I mean, they handmade all of that stuff. And it's like, I don't know, some of it looks like a project I had made in fifth grade, but not in a bad way. Like, I worked really hard on my projects. I used a lot of glitter. And they also used a lot of glitter. But it's just, I don't know, it's a stamp in time. Yeah, it's like you're it's like you're getting in a time ship or a time traveling ship and you're going back to yeah. generations before us. It's pretty crazy. Um, but I did appreciate it in that way, too. I feel like I got to sit back and really be like, Oh, like I see what they that what Walt Disney was trying to do here, and it's a fun stamp in time. It's a blip, and um, this is cool. And it's so funny because when we would go as kids, the ride would be like you'd have to wait for an hour, and we were there, and we're there on a slower season. But like the ride, like you could walk through in like less than five minutes. Yeah, and it has been like that the last two times I've been there. I think because as it ages, people are wanting to go less and less and everybody's and our generation used to roast that ride, you know, understandably, but you know, the song gets stuck in your head and you're repeating it nonstop and whatever. It's a small world after all. It's a small world. Okay. I'm done. That's Um, Connor's favorite song. Yeah. He was like, you're going to sing that the rest of the day. I hate you. I'm like, sorry, my ADHD. I can't help it. My bad, bro. (laughs) My bad, bro. I take little clips of songs and I sing them and I'm not even aware I'm singing them. I'm so sorry. Anyway, (laughs) it was, that was a fun one. I wish they had come with us, but you know, to each their own, to each their own, to each their own. They were troopers and I feel like they each got their own. Like we went to the Star Wars section of Hollywood Studios. And I know like Jackie and I love Star Wars too, but like Ned and Connor are like obsessed with Star Wars in a way that, you know, a lot of a lot of guys our age are. And um, it was really special for them to be there. You want to talk about what Ned got? Yeah, totally. Ned got to do design his own lightsaber. So 
it was like this whole experience thing that they only let one person go back there with you. So of course we were like, Connor totally needs to go with Ned when Ned builds yep. his lightsaber. I guess he got one from the High Republic. That's like all I really know about it. But um, it turns, I can't remember what color it was. Blue? I think he got a blue one. And then he bought an extra crystal to turn it red. Yes, he did. He bought one of those Kyra crystals at the store. But like, I think I was more so blown away with the amount of like paraphernalia, Star Wars, like, shirts t-shirts hats mugs anything you could possibly think of had star wars on it it was wild um there was a really oh one thing we did do is it oga's cantina is that right yes that's what it's called okay um hannah so kindly got us lunch reservations or um sorry uh bar reservations there because we were doing a pre-lunch snack and drinks shout out to our friend who told me you had to get a reservation because i had no idea that you had to do that at a bar and which i'm thankful we did because it was so fun it was so fun like it felt like you were like on a planet they were oh they were doing that little song um it's uh modeled after the cantina and star and star wars oh yeah 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 but they needed cool. something different so that it, you know, it could be a little different and not be exactly the same. But my drink had dry ice on the bottom, so it mm. had the smoke going on and was sparkly. And they had this amazing cheese plate. And Jackie got a really fun drink. I did. I got like a, a drink that was – it was like a rum punch type drink um, that was blue. But then it came in this really cool glass that you got to keep. And on it, it's like it's like kind of like a turquoise glass – well, it's not really a glass. It's like a wooden. It's definitely mug. plaster. I think it's like a really well-made plaster or or wood or something like that. It's yeah. like a heavier material, and it's like um, what do you call it? Engraved with um, like little Wookies and like stormtroopers. It's really Wookie. cute, honestly. It's like a nice teal color. It is, and I was like, you know what? Ned can put that in his office, and like yeah. he can put flowers in it, or. He could put pencils in it and I because it because y'all okay. <laughs> I like Ned was like, There's this $50 drink that sounds kind of good, and I was like, We shouldn't spend $50. And then this guy was like explaining this drink with like rum in it, and I was like, Oh, that sounds good, I'll have that. And Ned's like, That's a $50 drink, and I was like, Well, I guess we're getting the $50 drink, <laughs> <laughs> it's $50, but it came with the glass, yeah, or the yeah, the cup. And it was a fun experience, and I always have that memory where it's like, I spent too much. Do you ever own eyes? Really, like, I spent too much on that, but here we are. But, you know, it happens to the best of us. It does. Yeah. It that does. Was fun. But, yeah, Star Wars World, or what, what Galaxy's Edge is what they call it, is mm-hmm. amazing. The detail is wonderful. We did the Rise of the Resistance ride, which we liked. But I think we all liked the Smuggler's Run one the most that was out of so all the Star cool. Wars rides. And, of course, we hit up Star Tours. you got to love the, old, the OG Star Wars ride. <sighs> And Hannah was the one on the ride that was the the uh, what you were the person that snuck on the ship. Yeah, I was a part of uh, I was a part of the Empire. I think. I wish I would have had my phone on me. I would have. I know we didn't have our phones out, but I was like, <laughs> every picture of me on this trip, I feel like my face was just like, and I had a chin <laughs> that went straight into my neck. And Dude, it's the same. Nothing was flattering, which is okay. It, it is what it is. I I had to I had a come to Jesus moment with myself where I was like, you have to stop judging yourself based on photos taken when you have no idea they're being taken. It's all good. It's all good. But also it's so crazy because like uh, when I even saw that photo, like I was not thinking that. It's like we're so critical of ourselves. Yeah, I saw so many. looking at it more intentionally, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's us. Exactly. <laughs> it is um, what it is, yeah. Uh, 
but they were like, funny. there's a stowaway. And then they like showed Hannah's picture like on the screen in the room full of people. And we're like, there's Hannah. Oh my gosh. And we were stowaway. definitely the annoying people in the whole thing. It holds like 25 people and we were taking pictures <laughs> and like I had my paper shoot camera out. So everybody knew we were just like little rascals. And we were. And we were having more fun than everybody else. So they were just jealous. They were super jealous. We had fun on like every single ride. Yeah, we really did. So we went from Star Wars. We spent a lot of time there. We ended at the cantina. But before the cantina, we got the uh, bantam milk, and that was delicious. That was delicious. So good. And, like, so I knew that uh, some of the cast members would, like, really get into character, like, even if they weren't, like, dressed up as a character. Well, when we were ordering the – what did you call it? What kind of milk? I think it's bantam milk. I think. Bantam milk? Okay. I know that Connor's always like, I'm going to get effed up on bantam milk when yes, we talk yes. about Disney. Um, and so they had those little pigeons. Oh, gosh. Pidgey? It's not Pidgey. That's that's Pokemon. It's a Porg. It's a Porg. A Porg. Wow. They're so I'm cute. I'm sure some Pokemon fans are really upset on me. Sorry, it's not a Pidgey. It's a Porg. Porgs aren't Pokemon characters. I just got to say it for the people. Yeah, they're from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, they're from Star Wars, and they're these little. We'll put a picture up. They're these little like birds um, that are like a mix between a penguin and a pig and, and an owl, kind of an owl. Yeah, an owl. They're so cute. They kind they're, of look like a a king cavalier spaniel. If yeah. you know what those are, they kind of do. And so when I ordered my milk, Banta milk, um, that was alcoholic and was cool. It was a cool drink. I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, well, we're gonna need to, we're gonna need to see your ID, the cast member said. And I was like, okay. And I took my ID out and then she puts this porg of like right next to the ID. And I, I didn't notice because I was kind of looking away. And then I looked back because it was taking a while. And I was like, oh, huh, hi there. And then she was like, oh, he doesn't believe that like you're the age that you say you are. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> And then, um, just give me my drink, lady. I know. And then, like, it kept going on this whole thing. And then he's like, Yeah, he like, he like likes you. And I was like, Ah. And then, what did you actually say? I'm trying to read afterwards. <laughs> you said, She said he oh, liked me. <laughs> I was like, I think she may have liked me, like, not the point. I think she was looking at, the car, at your uh, ID for a long time to figure out if you were at the age of consent. I don't. I don't know. I. I was. I. But I was also being like nice and like, hey, like we're also trying to get to the next ride. But like, I'm. I'm liking like we that. You weren't because Connor and Ned were getting this. Oh, the yeah. yeah, they were getting the lightsaber, and I'm over there trying to put batteries in my paper shoot. So I'm not paying attention. And then she comes and joins us over there when you join yeah. me putting in my batteries. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she hit you with that porg action again. Mm-hmm. The porg came up and she was like, "He's back" or whatever. He had a name. Oh, I can't remember his name. His name was Bubba. That was his name. Oh, that's Bubba. right. That's right. Oh, my Pork gosh. The Bubba. Bubba the Pork. And so um, it was just like a cute little Pork. But I was – and then she's like, you want to take a picture of it with it? And I was like, yeah. And so I took a picture of the little Pork with the drink. But it was – it <laughs> was post that. Don't worry. It was a fun experience. But it was just like one of those things where I was like not remembering that, oh, the Disney, Disney magic is everywhere. They Yeah. I'm like sometimes, though, they need to drop the pretenses with adults. Like it can be too much. Like read the room. Yeah. Cues, you know, most of them do. I think that might have been the only one I ran into that didn't eventually lower their sword and be like, yeah, okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I was playing like, this game with you. You're an adult and uh, I can be normal now. Yeah, it, totally. I was like, it's much appreciated. And then it was going on for a few minutes and I was like, it's time for me to go now. <laughs> no longer appreciated. Yeah, time yeah, for me I was to like, drink ah. my drink. Yeah, I was like, meet up with my husband who just got his uh, his lightsaber thing. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, I'll see ya. Um, but I want to be ya. 
Yeah. Smell you later, poor good named Bubba. Bubba? Um, yeah. But yeah, so, that was really cool. It was really cool. And we, after that, we, on our first day, so I know we've kind of bounced around, but we went to Hollywood Studios first. Mm-hmm. Then we headed back to our hotel, did a quick refresh, and then headed over to Epcot, which we could walk to both from our hotel. And we got to Epcot, and I'm trying to remember, oh, we had lunch in Mexico. Always fun. That was so much fun, y'all. It was a blast. Oh, it was Always amazing. a good time. It was so good. And we got to sit down. The food was great. Our waitress was super nice. And it really like threw me off. So we our lunch reservations were at 2.30. And we stepped inside there. And it's so dark because, you know, you feel like you're in Mexico, like at night and the sun is just set and there's a volcano kind of going off in the distance. And there's this amazing, um, what would you call that? Like a Mayan temple? Yeah. Is that yeah. what that was Mayan called? Mayan ruin okay. temple. Yep. Mayan ruin temple um, and like a little fake river with like little boats going on it. And just feels like you're in this like Mexican village. It's so cool. It's amazing. I love eating in Mexico in Epcot because of that dark room because it's usually so hot outside. Well, it was definitely hot outside from where we were coming from. Ducky and I both could feel our skin burning from the radiating light off the ground in Galaxy's Edge. It was so hot because there wasn't very much shade there, which tracks because in the you know, in the environment they set from Star Wars, there's not any, there are no trees. So there was no shade. So we're coming in hot, literally just hot. (laughs) So we come in and it's nice and dark and cool, but Mm -hmm. it did throw us off. It really did. And it weirdly felt like it was nighttime. And so after the meal, I was like, oh, I'm a little bit sleepy. Like, what is it? Eight or nine? And then it's like, oh, it's almost four o'clock. So that kind of was like, whoa. Um, But then we well, we were in queue, the virtual queue for Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, we had joined the queue for Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy. So we were waiting for that to be up, which was going to take like hours. So we had some time to kill. Mm-hmm. And we did test track. First, we bounced around to a couple countries. We oh, went oh, to, yes, yes. Um, not that we have to get into all these details for you guys, but we did do like sort of a drink around the world, but it, we did some one day and some the next day. So we went to, from Mexico, we went to Norway. I believe that's right next to it. And then we went to China mm-hmm. and Germany, maybe. Yeah, we did go to Germany. Mm-hmm. And then we turned around and went to do um, Spaceship Earth. Yes, yes, we did do Spaceship Earth. I forgot. That we like took a break and sat in this newer, cafe- newly renovated cafeteria, which was actually kind of nice. They had a Starbucks in there. They had a pretty good food hall, which you're in Epcot, just go eat in the countries. But it did, if you are a picky eater, it did look, and you need like fast, quick food. It did look like it had pretty good food. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just like sat in there, drank some coffee and rested honestly because we were exhausted yeah. at this point we were so tired um so tired and, and yeah then we went and did test track really quick quickly because we got a lightning lane for that one mm-hmm. um which i had never done test track and that was super cool it's fun it's a good ride i they changed it a good bit from the last time i went on it but i think they're re reima- i think i saw that they're reimagining that soon oh, so really? it'll be different next time we go yeah oh, i wonder um, if it'll the be outside car themed maybe that would be smart. Uh, that would be a really good idea. But we, uh, when we got out of that, the virtual queue, I, if I remember correctly, the virtual queue was up for, uh, for Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. So we mm-hmm. went to that ride. And boy, that ride is my new favorite ride at Disney. It was so fun. 
So fun. It's like a roller coaster, but it's very different than any other roller coaster I've ever been on. And it was a lot more like experiential. They blast really fun music. It's a party. It is a party and it's all happening very quickly. And right when yes. you think the ride is over, it's not over. It was such a long Picking ride. Speed. Part of why I loved it. Because it yeah. went on for like a good three to five minutes, which is long mm-hmm. for a ride. Definitely. And it was like worth the wait. Yeah. Um, like even though we hadn't really been in line too long, just being we, in the virtual queue. Yeah. What we learned about the virtual queue, it's not quite the same as a lightning lane where you get there and you're basically already on the ride by the time you get through the like walking through the path. Uh, it basically means that they have a certain amount of people that will come at the same time and still have to wait a little bit. I think like probably they've calculated a certain amount of people that would wait like 30 minutes or less. We mm-hmm. probably waited like right at 30 minutes for that ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we came right when our virtual queue was up. So I bet that they let in the same amount of people to like wait that that length, which is a very interesting science that Disney's figured out, but definitely worth the wait. It was so fun. It was crazy cool. And I had a lot of anxiety going into it. Um, and I think I did because, I don't know, just like waiting for rides in general. Yep. But yep. I knew this one was going to be like really fast. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that fast. So I think it just like threw me off. Like I was like, I don't know what to expect, which was – and I had a lot of fun. I mean, it was it was a blast. Um, I think yeah. you'll like it more the next time you ride it because like you said, you, you were so a little too. caught off guard. And I think next time you won't be, so you'll be able to like kick back and – Party. Yeah, I mean, I was dancing the entire time. It was so fun. I saw you. You were right in front of me, and I like <laughs> well, in front of his arms were like. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for dancing. anybody, but I was in front of you sometimes, and other times I wasn't, and I could just sense. And like, there were occasionally times we'd like cross each other's paths, and I'm just over here, just like partying, oh, having I a great time. It, like that, you were behind, and then you were oh, and sometimes to the side, and yeah, it is so oh, fun and different. I don't oh. want to spoil it too much, but it is so well worth your time. It yeah, it's worth has it. overtaken Everest as my favorite ride is at Disney, and I still love Everest, so that says a lot. Um, yeah. It's just really different than anything I've ever done before, and so so fun. Um, well, I've well, exchanged Everest for you. I, now Everest is my favorite ride. It's a great ride at Disney. It's, it's so amazing. Fun. I still love Everest. Um, Okay, so we get out of Guardians, and Mm -hmm. it's pouring rain, and our dinner reservation is in, like, 30 minutes in France, which is at the very back, like, the very back of the park. We're in the very front, (laughs) the very back, (laughs) and it's pouring rain, and we don't have rain jackets or ponchos because, well, we just don't, okay? And we decide to start running, and we pause under one of those, like, spaghetti (laughs) junction-looking pathways Mm -hmm. at Epcot. And our trying to plan, and we just decide to gun it, and we just run straight to the pub in in uh, England. And we stopped had, in yeah, Great Britain on the way. Great Britain, and it was very very fun. We uh, stopped in the pub, grabbed ourselves a drink. It was packed in there, so because packed. everybody was trying to be inside. I went to the bathroom. This was a strange exchange that I had. I went to the bathroom to try to wipe because like my makeup was kind of dripping, and I went to just like wipe as much off as I could. Um, and I was trying to look in the mirror and wipe it off. And this girl gets in front of me and starts fixing her makeup with like a powder puff, but she wasn't wet. And she completely blocks my <laughs> my view to the mirror. And she can tell I am soaking wet, just trying to get the black marks off my face. And it was just a very funny moment. I'm like, she did not care at all that I was trying to do whatever I was trying to do. Or she was just unaware. I don't know. But it was a weird moment. We had a good time there, and we went to France, and that was such a fun and good meal. We already said we ordered the same thing, we which did. was funny. 
Uh-huh. But then our waiter also looked like the the chef from Ratatouille. And I don't mean the little chef. I mean, well, there are a lot of chefs. The one who's trying to like the bad guy chef who's trying yes. to take over from Gusto after he dies and he has like his little office and he tries to get um what's his name? I can't remember. This is so bad. Oh, red I, hair guy I drunk. Know. Yeah, red hair guy. Um he looked ex- almost exactly like that. And he was so yeah, nice. Just like, a, just like a softer, cuter, fa- like a happier face. Yes, a happier face. Not as like sunken and like. Meh. Yes, not as cranky. Um, yeah. But yeah, we had so much fun. That dinner was amazing. And just always nice to sit down and enjoy after a long day. So we had a nice long dinner. And so nice. our dinner reservation was pretty late. So the park was basically closed by the time we got out. So we just. Had a great, calm way to end the night. It was wonderful. It was amazing. That dinner was so much fun. And I loved it how there were like, that many people in there. So it kind of felt like we were the only ones at one point. Yep. Um, and then we got the people to sing Happy Birthday to Connor, which is hilarious because the second Jeez. time it happened to him that day and he did not <laughs> want it to happen. And we're like, no, we're making this happen. For whatever reason, there were like 15 different birthdays in that restaurant that night. Yep. Like We'd turn around and they'd be like, however you say um, Happy Birthday in French. It was like, they were like, I don't know. They were singing it. it. They were singing it. And what I appreciated about that restaurant was that they asked me what I wanted to order for dessert because I wanted to order dessert because I love dessert. When I'm on vacation, I'm going to always order it. And I asked for the creme brulee and then they brought that out for free for the birthday. So they gave us what we want or like what I wanted and what everybody else was going to take a bite of instead of just bringing whatever the stock birthday dessert that nobody ever really actually wants out, which I appreciated. But yeah, Connor hates that really stuff, nice. but I wanted free dessert. So we, re- I really exploited him for dessert on that vacation and I feel terrible, but also I don't. You know what happens sometimes. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. He also gets mad at me because he's like, you love dessert. And then when it's in front of me, I'm going to eat it because I can't not finish things. So he's mm-hmm. like, you make me eat dessert. And I'm so mad at you about that. <laughs> and you're using my birthday as a reason to get it. Like, I'm so sorry for having a sweet tooth and exploiting your birthday. You're like, I, I hope you can to. forgive me. Yeah, I had to. I just had to. Yeah. Like, I'd make this happen. I'm trying to remember. So, uh, I, you know what? The next day we went back, we went to sleep. Did you get any sleep the following night? I slept like a baby, you guys. I took the best shower ever because I was so tired. We'd walked so long. I think we had walked something like 15 miles. Yeah, I think we walked about 15 miles both days. Yep, 15 miles both days. And I was so tired. I just curled up and it was as if I just closed my eyes for a brief moment and then I was awake. It felt so good. Um, And then we woke up and we did it all over again. But this time we did it with... um, Magic Kingdom first, and then Animal Kingdom, which was and great. then Epcot. We did three parts. And then Epcot. Oh my gosh, you guys were crazy. We're crazy. We were crazy. Well, we just crazy. decided to go back to Epcot because we had a park hopper pass, and it was the Food and Wine Festival. And because it was raining by the time we got out of Guardians, we didn't really have time to take advantage of that. So we went back, which was great. But yeah, we were crazy that day. We hit up Magic Kingdom, which I guess the highlight there would be. Well, too, I, I had never done the Carousel of Progress because my family was like thrill rides or bust was kind of our thing. Uh, and I really actually kind of thought that was fun. Much like going on It's a Small World, it's a nice stamp in history of like, oh, this is like, this is what people used to do and what the world used to be like. And I thought that was really interesting and provided some air conditioning and for like a good 30 minutes, which I really yeah. enjoyed. And time to hang out while we were waiting on the virtual queue in the virtual queue for Tron. Right. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. Which we ended up doing Tron, which was very fun. Also new. Also one I had never ridden before, which I feel like I haven't been to Disney in a minute with this many new rides, which was nice. It was kind of cool to have some new stuff. So you yeah. want to talk about Tron experiences? Yeah. Tron was really cool. I, again, we had to wait for a bit. And so once we were like, like when we first got in line, I was like, ah, this is nothing. Cause you know, I've, I've done a lot of crazier things in my life before. Small potatoes. I, small potatoes compared to what I've done. Uh, on Tower of Terror. And so we're in line. And I'm like, that's no big deal. And then we keep getting closer and closer. And like, I can feel my mouth. Like, this is when I know I'm like getting anxious. My mouth is just like so dry. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm like, I need to calm myself down. So I was just like, and they make it like kind of like creepy in there a little bit. It's like very like robot, like Tron, like welcome to the, you're entering the grid. Ah. And you're like, this is really cool. But also like, uh, I'm kind of scared to get on this like bike that's about to take off at go from zero to to 60 in less than 10 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And 3.9 seconds. And so I'm like, oh, geez. And then like once I got locked into the bike, I was like, I got this. I got this. And then. We took off, and I really liked it. It was so much fun. Like, uh, the the launch is, like, the anticipation of the launch is kind of crazy, but I liked going that fast. Yeah, it's fun to go it fast. Fun. You just feel like you're, like – because when they lock you in, you're so – your arms are, like, kind of pointed down, so you feel yep. very – you feel very secure, but at the same time, you're like, oh, I'm, like, going to nosedive if we go, like, drop – if we do any kind of drop or whatever. I'm, go- I'm like, I'm going straight. Like, my head's going straight down. Yeah. Um, they engineered it pretty well because there never really was a moment where we were nosediving. So they did a good job with that. It was it was a really fun ride, and I feel like it was a good precursor before you got on Everest later in the day because it had a little bit of an out- outside track. Yeah. Which Everest is mostly outside. So I think it was like a nice step towards that. Yeah, it was, it was a nice step towards that. Um, and I loved, I loved, I don't want to jump the gun, but I, I did love well, we it. we can go there. That was Everest. pretty much it for Magic Kingdom. We did miss our reservation at Grand Floridian, which was very sad. It was a bummer. And there was a moment in line for Tron. We just had too much time on our hands at Tron. I was really pissed about something with work. I was getting some text messages and it was just, I, I, anyway, I'll leave it at that. Um and then after that, it was like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Animal Kingdom. Let's yeah. have a great rest of our day. And I wasn't really – I love Everest. And it's, like I said, was my favorite ride at Disney World. But I'd never really cared for too much else at Animal Kingdom. But mm-hmm. I had a great time. I had a blast. And, and Animal Kingdom was always, like, lowest on my list. So Same. I was like, I will go there last. Um, and man, that was like one of my favorites. Like me too. Like close to the top. I was like, next time we go, like I want to dedicate a whole day to Animal Kingdom. Oh yeah. And eat uh, at that Tiffin's restaurant. We didn't eat there, but it looks say, amazing. It looks so good. After so cool. after we're podcasting, I actually I'm probably gonna go online and like look at the oh, menu yeah. just to like pique my interest. I'm like, mm, what do I think about this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll have like such We'll have do we we have to like it had we this would. amazing porch outside. Oh. Overlooked oh the water, and the oh water had all those lily pads on it with these beautiful trees. Because somehow in Animal Kingdom, they make it look like another country, and like it's not Florida. I don't know how they do it. it and on the safari specifically, they literally made it look like you were in the Sahara. It was crazy. It was nuts. Oh, I forgot the savanna, not the Sahara, the yeah. savanna, and it was crazy. It was absolutely insane. Um, the safari was one of the coolest things that we did too. After especially having done Jungle Cruise and Magic Kingdom, it really yep, teed yep. it up to be like, oh, <laughs> we're actually on a real um, 
you know, safari. And there were giraffes and rhinoceroses and hippos. And, and the giraffe's cousin that has the stripy butt. Oh, yeah. And then the, the faint or the mini goats. Those were cute, too. And there was a lion, a lioness, there I should say. She was roaring and she was scary looking. She, yeah. she looked like a badass. I loved her. Yeah. She was But cool. also terrifying, but also great. I was like, if this thing charges at us, we're toast. We're dead. We're done. Because, like, the cabin was, like, of the safari vehicle was, like, pretty open. Yep. I was like, an animal could totally just jump in here and, like, eat me. But then I was like, mm, they're too domesticated. They are. They are. But, they wouldn't, knowing Disney, there's no way in the world they would allow that ride if there was a ton of legal risk there. Because they're on top of those things. That's how I know. I'm like, okay, this will be fine. Like Disney would not do something that has a ton of risk. Not to say anything can't go wrong, but it's very unlikely that it will. So yes. that's good to know. But yeah, the safari was amazing. We saw so many animals uh, walking around. was so fun. Got these very yummy frozen drinks. I had a frozen chai and a frozen matcha, and they were both delicious. And then we rode Everest twice because the line was so short. Because I loved it that much. It's it's just such a good ride. It's a very fun roller coaster. It's like I the only my f- real roller coaster at Disney, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. What would you classify? And by real roller coaster, you mean like outdoors on a certain kind of track as opposed to what would you call like Tron? Like what's the terminology for that then? I mean, like- Tron was a roller coaster, but it was pretty short and it's still contained inside of a building. So it's pretty small, mm-hmm. except for that one portion outside. So anything that's contained in a building is not going to be like a real traditional roller coaster in my mind. That's not like a real definition, just Hannah's definition. Uh, so when I think real roller coaster, I think like the rides at Six Flags or the Hulk at Universal or the Coaster. I know that... Um, Hagrid's is a roller coaster, but in my mind, it's still not really a part of the of the category. Sense. It is, but you know, um, but it feels more like a ride than a roller coaster, like correct. like a correct, like an experiential type. The ex- that's a great way to put it. Like the experience is secondary on ever. Oh, it's still a good part of it, but on Everest, I feel like the ride itself is first, and then the other parts are secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like they sprinkle in like the Yeti or whatever. and then, Yeah, and like the the amazing uh, Everest mountain that they've built. It's so beautiful that you're riding around. So the view is cool, but you're on an exposed track almost the entire time. So you're seeing what you're doing. I think at Disney, they hide the track a lot. So you're not really seeing it. Therefore, it doesn't have to look as intense, maybe. I don't know exactly why they do it, but maybe so that they don't have to shut it down when it rains. But it it is oh. the most akin to like a ride at Six Flags. Or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I really liked that a lot. It's so just fun. So much fun, especially like when it went backwards and then it goes all the way back and then it goes, sucks so you like back up and you're like, I'm going up again and it fresh went down. So ah, fun. I so like- fun. That's a giggly <laughs> moment for me. I giggled during that. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so, so all that, that kind of like we went back to Epcot. It rained on us again. But this time, like, torrential downpour, so our shoes were, like, puddles, and it was crazy, and we were running through the Ratatouille ride, and, like, all of us were squishing and squashing all over the place. It was just funny at this point. But I mean, we were soaked, and by, like, soaked, like, dripping water, like, everywhere. Oh, like, yeah, it was As bad. if we had just, like, 
taking a shower in our clothes. Like, was, oh yeah, like our our clothes were so wet that they didn't dry overnight, and we had to put them in plastic bags like through the rest of the trip. Yeah, it was bad. But before that, before it started pouring, we got to hit up some of the food and wine festival booths and got some amazing food in what Brazil and Belgium. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Morocco restaurant that's still open. So the fast service one had this amazing pistachio cake, falafel, delicious. So good. I, and then, um, yeah, Morocco was amazing with the falafel and walking yep. around over there. It was so you good. And then about we, your new favorite bread in, or your new favorite bread. Oh my gosh. Was that from Brazil, right? Yep. I think so. Yep. So it's this bread and I can't remember what it's called, but it's essentially like fried cheese kind of but it's not really fried it's like baked yep and then it has the consistency of like a um that thing we like the colombian the arepa yes yes kind of like that except not as crunchy yeah and a little bit more like this is not the word this is not an appealing word but i promise it's an appealing food it was a little congealed yeah it was congealed it was congealed which if you know me, you know I like my my food congealed, which is kind of like a weird thing Spongy, to say. Spongy, congealed, but Spongy, it was also like light. Pasta. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't it was know. Light, and it was glorious. Like straight up, that is one of my favorite things I've ever eaten, and I'm trying to replicate it. And I'm so glad you brought it up. Yeah, you need to find a recipe. Now I'm hungry again, and I'm gonna have to probably have a snacky after this. Yeah, I probably will when I get home too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still snack snack. Uh, that was delicious. Yeah. We got poured on after that. Went to ride Ratatouille, which was really fun. There are so many people in Disney World on scooters that don't have to be on scooters. And who was it that made the joke about them getting on the Ratatouille ride? Because it's kind of like Connor, I think. Connor <laughs> or Ned. It was hilarious. And like after they're like, I just love to see somebody who's like basically not because there were a lot of annoying people who were like not supposed to be on scooters who were like standing up and riding them and People ringing them bells. Like yes, near Jackie riding a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. And like, literally driving at full speed like into a crowd and like ringing the bell and I was like you are the worst like literally at one point they started the day and they wanted to start some fights like that was the energy (sighs) like I'm gonna start some fights today yeah they were and after we rode Ratatouille um or it was when we were waiting in line I can't remember it was it was right after we finished because when we got on it we didn't know how it was going to work but essentially the little carts you're in operate like a scooter kind of but it's magnetized to the ground so Connor or Ned I can't remember which one basically said it'd be pretty funny to see one of those people on scooters ride their way into the Ratatouille ride and follow the carts get like wrecked by one of those um (laughs) Ratatouille like magnetic carts and of course I I mean specifically the people who are able-bodied who should not be on a scooter and should not be acting like an asshole those are the people I'm talking about you can be on scooters you know your life your choice but don't be an asshole exactly yeah your life your choice there are a lot of people like that too yeah but the ones that were trying to start a fight like come on guys (sighs) you're giving a bad name to the people that need these scooters and like the scooters are amazing for the people that need them, but you guys out here trying to start a It's very frustrating. One thing, one ride that I will circle back to briefly before to we um, wrap up day two of Disney. Um, a ride that I was laughing the whole time on was the dinosaur ride oh, yeah, in yeah, Animal yeah. Kingdom. Oh, yeah. And I had no idea what to expect. I was just expecting it to be like, Hannah's like, we're going to go do dinosaurs like this old ride. I'm thinking in my mind, it's like you get on this little boat. 
it takes you around you see the dinosaurs and there's a drop like a splash mountain like there's or a like a magic in. kingdom ride like a magic kingdom ride i have no idea that it's gonna be you're in this like they call it a rover like a moon rover a moon rover which means you're in this like i don't know like moon rover find it with like a suspension. Truck. Suspension and they get they get you like locked in there and I'm like oh this thing is like this isn't your classic boat ride this thing is about to rock and roll because like the woman like before we took off was like put your arms up and I was like oh dear god and she's like move them around ha ha that's what you're gonna be doing on this ride and I was like oh my god what do we expect what should I expect and we get on and when I tell you this thing is moving rapidly and violently side to side oh yeah. Like, no one with, like, a slight back problem should get on this thing. And <laughs> it's just, like, I just, like, crazy, man. It's funny because I loved that ride as a kid, but I've learned that rides, for instance, Space Mountain, also one that I loved as a kid, really change as your center of gravity changes. So, you know, I'm significantly taller than the last time I rode it. And we were in the back row. So I don't even remember the last time I rode it in the back row. I know when I was there six years ago as an adult, we must have been in the front row because I, it didn't feel nearly as jerky. But now that we're tall and grown up, our our torsos were just flying around. And we're now that we're also pushing 30, our backs were just like already in pain. Like I was already stretching my, my back out in the line for this ride. So we were all just like, that was a bad choice. But I learned they're closing Dino Land. So that was your last chance to ride that ride. Oh, they so are. you can say you've done it. Oh, I'm glad I got to do it. Um, what did we say? We were rest like, this should, what did you say? Rest I said rest in peace. It should, we said it should come with a, a free um, chiropractor at the end. Just yeah, like, yeah. Just waiting out, <laughs> waiting outside, a couple of tables just to just to adjust you, straighten on, you and out. send you on your way. I did, I did like that a lot though. That one was fun. It's just, yeah, it was more fun when my center of gravity was a little lower, or when you ride it in the front. The back was not, was no point. Back was not our friend. That we no, were catching wasn't. all that, no, all that. Uh, we made it out with the dyno. So we succeeded. We did. We always, did. It's always a gamble when I get on that ride. Are we going to make it? And yeah, another another uh, video or a photo that was taken of Connor <laughs> where he just looks completely mesmerized by whatever he's looking at. Like he's <laughs> just like he like looks like he's seeing a real life dinosaur in this yeah, well, photo. We, we were all looking. They took a photo <laughs> at a really a really weird time on this ride. So Ned and I are both just like staring blank like kind of just like what it what at something and that's where the camera was so we kind of looked dazed and confused because naturally what I think all three of us actually you too Jackie were staring at whatever was near the camera just kind of like dead dazed and confused look just a terrible time to take a picture I was actually dancing oh okay yeah that's right that's right just me and Ned were looking dazed and confused you were having fun because you saw it coming I did not and then Connor was looking the opposite direction at something who's to say what he couldn't remember (laughs) Whatever it was, everybody captivated him. He's just completely... He's like, but don't leave the Stegosaurus behind. He's like, we got to go back. We got to go back right now. So funny. So funny. Well, 
I think that's really kind of our Disney trip I mean, wrapped basically. up. It was so fun. We had an amazing time. I know those of you who have been to Disney before probably are living vicariously through our stories. I highly suggest going back with your friends as an adult. It was very fun to relive and we'll probably be doing it again. So you could probably catch us there in the future. Um, next time I'd love to work in a day at Universal because I just got an itch for roller coasters. Um, but yeah, it was an amazing trip. I have a question to close out on for you. So What's you've up? conquered this amazing fear. At least you've taken a massive step in conquering yes. it. Like a one mm-hmm. small, small step for man, one giant leap for Jackie. And yes. <laughs> I am curious, what is your plan for what's next from here? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. So I think my plan is already being crafted for me, and that's by Ned. He's already like, we're going to Six Flags in October. Right, right, fast. He's like, we've got to get you to Six Flags. And I was like, great. Because I'm like ready to go. Like I, you know. I think you are. And I'm going to guess what your favorite ride will be. (gasps) What do you think? It's scary though. It doesn't have any flips. It's going to be Goliath. You're going to love Goliath. Yeah. I I kind of have a feeling I will too. I think it's just going to be the climb. When you let go in Goliath, we'll get fast passes for that day. We're not waiting around. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Why? We work hard for this. So you're right. You're right. Goliath, like when we talk about the feeling of like letting go and enjoying that ride, it feels very much like that. Cause you're just going up and down. Your body's just kind of floating. It feels like you're floating. It's very fun. Um, you'll love that ride. I'm excited. I think it'll be good. I just, um, you don't have to ride the wooden roller coasters with me. They might ruin it for you. Well, I have been on screen machine. Um, but I don't know if this little back will be able to handle it now. I'm too old. And- do you think that they even operate that ride anymore? I guess we're going to find out. I would Because when I went in 2009, it was still operating and uh, shouldn't have been. So I can't. Well, Connor and I went a couple years ago with my family in the winter when they had opened it post-COVID. And I want to say we wrote it, but I can't. I can't remember. Hmm. Anyway, I feel very excited about this plan. I definitely want to go. I've, been, I've never been to Fright Fest and I've been dying to. I also learned from Mike, and I think you were standing there with me, that Universal does uh, a like <laughs> horror haunted October thing. Yeah. And we got to get to that someday. We do. Because that sounds terrifying. It and does. I need to overcome that fear because I've never done a haunted house or anything like that. I haven't either. So we can do it together. Yeah, we can. Just remember that they're all just people that have to get a paycheck under there. And if they enjoy it too much, well, maybe they're a problem for society. So true. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But okay, I like this plan. I think that's a great plan. Um, Very proud of you. I can't express how much you help me believe and anyone else who's followed this story. I'm sure they'll feel the same that you you can overcome fears. It just takes effort and putting yourself mm-hmm. out there and potentially a couple panic attacks along the way, but you just, yep. you just kept moving forward. And I think mm-hmm. that that's excellent advice for life, whether it's a concrete fear like roller coasters or something a little bit more, I don't know, vague and mm-hmm. bold or like a bigger kind of like a concept, I guess, that's not as practical to overcome. <clears throat> it's just you keep moving, just keep taking steps forward. And I am so proud of you for modeling that and teaching that. And I feel like you could now go public speak on that, like seriously, find a way to talk about this because I, you love public speaking. And it sounds like that's something that would be 
just you enjoy that in general. And this is something where you could really, really teach people something that could change their lives. So maybe you look into that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will look into that. I appreciate your encouragement. Couldn't have done it without you, man. Get it started. Yeah. I mean, why not? Seriously. You were reading all these blogs. Why don't you be the one to help somebody? Maybe make TikToks about it because that's a modern day blog. That would be so fun. Um, no, that's, that's encouraging to me. And I really couldn't have, could not have done it without Hannah's consistent and patient and amazing self being like, you got this dude. Like, even when I was freaking out, I was like, you got it, man. I think, yeah, I don't know. It came easily to me to just know that you were going to do it because I know that you do hard things all the time, like way more than I do and way more than most people do. And also I just know your energy and I'm like, she's somebody that should like roller coasters. And like, if you were a different person, I maybe wouldn't have been like, yeah, you should do this. If it just felt like something that just didn't align with you as a person, but you're just like such a fun, high energy, like let's freaking go person. And that's what roller coasters are. And so I'm like, she just, I just feel like she's going to like them if she gives them a shot. You had a hunch. You're right. I did. (laughs) Yeah. It's just good time, Charlie Jackie. Good time, Charlie Jackie. That is me. That's you. Well, and Ned, obviously. Yeah, and like Ned obviously was knew that you would like them too because he would have never pushed you if he didn't think it'd be something you'd enjoy. No, like he was he was a huge help to me as well. Um, huge encouragement and like was like, no, you're gonna do this. And I was like, You're right, I am gonna do this. Um and she did. And I did it, I did it, which was such a relief and so fun and special and such a great memory. And now I can enjoy them for years to come. Huzzah. 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 So I would say in terms of carryouts, that would be mine. It's just feeling like on top of the world and go for it. And, you know, if you have something that's hard, like there are people to help you along the way to make it not so hard. So it's great. That's an excellent carryout. And I would say my carryout, I've got two. One would be what I just said, like just lean in and keep moving forward. Follow Jackie's Mm -hmm. model. She did an amazing job. Two would be plan the trip, do the thing, like go and do things with your friends when you can. I know it's not always that easy. Like we definitely had to save for this trip. It's not something that we just have the ability to do all the time. And if you do, that's awesome too. No shame, no shade, nothing. Just Mm -hmm. can do something, go do something that is fun for you every once in a while, because it is exhausting to work all the time and just be an adult. It's hard. It can be hard. So go do very hard and enjoy your life. And like for us to like hold ourselves accountable to continue to do fun things and not let the, but it's this, but it's that, but all the things that get the barriers that get in the way, like try to push those aside if it's practical Mm -hmm. and if it makes sense. I love that. Do the thing. Like, cause I know for a minute we, we didn't think we weren't going to go, but we were like, should we do this? I don't know if it makes sense. And I'm so glad we did it. Cause it was, it was so much fun. Oh yeah. And like, it was amazing. And we did so much in two days. And now we know next time, since we've done all of it, we can go for longer and have more time there. And like, it reminds you that when you go and step out and do something fun, that you can take more time to do it next time. Yes. Because your life doesn't fall apart when you take a couple days off. At least mine hasn't yet. Yours has. Please tell me if it has. But yeah. Yeah. And please, I hope it doesn't do that for you because that's terrible. I'm pretty sure it's fine. I mean, I don't have kids yet, but my parents used to take trips a lot with and without us. And I really valued that model that they set for us. And I feel like your family traveled a good bit too, Jackie. 
Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, and that was a good model because now I'm like doing it all the time. I know, it's great. Well, let's keep this train rolling. Yeah, and I know like our families have been in different seasons of having more and having less. So, mm-hmm. and, and yet my family always found a way to go somewhere, like whether it was a really cheap vacation or not, like we just got out and did something and I want to just hold myself accountable to that. And you will. And we will. And she almost did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, guys, that is all I have for you today. Jackie, any last thoughts? Uh, I really want to say what I said on one of the rides, but it's very inappropriate. So I'm just going to say, ah, I did it. I'm doing it. I did it. She did it. <laughs> the lady in the back, you did it. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Love All right, it. guys. We love you. We love Jackie and are so proud of her. Oh, thank you. And yeah, love we you love guys. you, British people. We just are so grateful for you listening and love your support. Please share us with your friends. Please uh, share us on your social media if you like us. We are having so much fun doing this and would love to share that with more people. So uh, please share us and write us with any topics you'd like us to talk about. Yeah, please do. Please do, guys. All right. Well, that is all. This is us signing out. We love you, goodish people. Catch you later. Love you guys. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.